Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the she in mishearing. Oh. Yeah. One of my faves. Setting up the show for For. some sort of misunderstanding. (laughs) I've been holding. Maybe. We're going to find out. Um, We, oh, wait, I should introduce ourselves. I am Summer, and I'm here with my beautiful (laughs) co-host, Joy. And Joy, I just want you to know that if you were really sad and you decided that you needed to escape via running back and forth across the country for a really long time, I would totally not run with you. But I would like coast alongside you in an air-conditioned vehicle and give you food and water. Oh, thank you. That's the level of commitment. Would I have maybe like gone to war and a bunch of other things yes. before this? Yes, you're, you're <laughs> potentially just really having a rough time. Okay. You're really sad. All right. Well, yeah. um, you are right. I am Joy. And I don't know if I'll ever do that, but I'll let you guys know. Thank you. I'll keep you updated. Thank you. Text me um, minimally. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um <clears throat> And you are Summer White, my beautiful co-host. And Summer, I hope that one day you have a Beauty and the Beast-esque library in your house with rolling ladders (gasps) and a mural on the ceiling of the Sheologians logo. (laughs) Would you come paint it for me? Sure. Okay, great. As long as you are the one that did it, then I would totally do that. Our angry Punjan logo. Done. I'll do it right before I start out on my cross-country run. Okay, good. And you'll let me know. I have a hard time right. when my friends leave the state and they don't warn me. So maybe I should do it after. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then if I went running, if I painted the mural and then went running, you'd be like, I just got this brand new library, but now, now I, have I have to, to go, leave. I have to go drive five miles you. per hour <laughs> with joy For across the entire years. country. Back and forth several I'll do times. It. I'll do it after. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I have actually like gone and given my dad water as he's like been on races before. Oh. So I know how to do this. Right. Actually is what I'm saying. I'm seasoned in okay. this. Got yes. it. You're hired. Thank you. Okay. So today uh, we have a super awesome secret guest that we haven't warned anyone about. So we tried to have this guest before and uh, something happened to the audio. I don't know. Computer things. We're really lucky that I don't produce this show because it actually wouldn't happen if I was responsible for recording or producing it. Um, So wherever you are, um, I want you to put your knitting needles down, put your dishes down, put your laundry down, maybe your baby gently, carefully (laughs) in a pack and play. And please give a standing ovation for our super special guest today, our producer, Marcus Pittman. Thank you. You didn't have any ideas for a show today, did you? No. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. I'm always happy to fill in, though. I'm always happy to fill in. Well, and technically, we hadn't used you as a guest yet because right. we lost that's true. 100%, 100% of the show that you were on. That's yes. true. It's in the lost I was bummed archives. about it. 
Well, and, you know, just so you guys know, like, Sheologians wouldn't be a thing if Marcus hadn't been having a conversation with me that he thought was interesting because he, like, paused. This was, like, last summer, and he was like, you should have a podcast. And I was like, True. okay, are you going to record it? Right. <laughs> well, that's my job as a producer is to find people who are talented and make them famous. So well, that's what I do. You're just doing oh. a great job. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So, and actually what we were talking about uh, that fateful day that brought Sheologians about was art and bad art and what I think is bad art. There's a lot of bad art. There's a lot of bad art, uh, specifically a lot of really bad Christian art. And uh, I think that my distaste for Christian art resounded with you. Why is that? Because you're uh, a normal human being. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the people that actually watch Christian art and enjoy it right. aren't, I wouldn't consider them normal or mainstream connoisseurs of <laughs> media. Right. But where? I mean, I'm being serious. I know. Because yep. they're, soccer, they're middle-aged soccer moms who are just looking for stuff to entertain their kids <laughs> on van trips. Take that, target audience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, we sorry. haven't asked people for reviews in a while. Is, yeah. this, is this the time? Sorry. Sorry. All the middle-aged soccer moms. We knew it was coming. I just, I just meant that Lifeway has a very specific niche right. they market to. Right. Right. And they're not people who really are concerned with the artistic quality of a the content. They're just worried about... The theological content. Right. Right. So. But or they mean, think that's all that's out there. Right. But it's not. Isn't the theological content usually lacking in these mediums yeah. too? Well, that's no. true. You don't have to settle right. for, for vanilla. Like theology, like right. faux theology. Right. Wrapped up in some sort of artistic thing. Right. You don't have you to love it. You can have both. If you've secretly been hating yeah. it for a long time... Come out. You're leave it behind. Oh gosh. Yes. It's okay. It's okay to leave. be angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> leave it on the shelf. Yes. So what is so bad about Christian art? I think a lot of it has to do with just uh the the bad I mean goodness. Well, I mean we're talking about are we talking about books or film or any of it, whatever you want to well, tackle. In movies, it's bad acting. Uh-huh. It's bad directing, bad lighting. I mean, none of the technical aspects of it are good. Why? It's bad storytelling. I I think I I think there I think there's several reasons. I think one is just that uh, you can make those really bad movies really cheaply, and if okay. people buy it, it's really profitable. So there's a market for like even in Hollywood, there's a market for low budget terrible films right. that people buy. Well, and there's so. a market for Christian films, too. So they kind of just, like, fit that, the mold. They right. put in, like, A, B, and C, plug that into, like, the algorithm, right. and then you're I good, right? Like, right. if you're going to make a film, if you're going to invest time and energy into making a film, why don't you want to make it as good as possible? I don't understand. Well, because I think they're looking at it mainly from a business aspect that says time is money. Okay. And so the cheaper the product... It's, it's going to sell on Lifeway no matter what, right? right? Like a lot of the companies have deals where they just fill the shelves with DVDs. Mm-hmm. So it's going to sell no matter what. So the quality of it isn't really that that important. So it's just about putting out as much product. That's And because we buy it, 
you know, we give into the system too. Right. So. I don't know that I've ever watched like a popular Christian film. I have. Like the Passion of the Christ. Okay, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, Jesus of Nazareth a long time ago? No. Okay. No. I just haven't really been exposed to that world, so okay. I don't really understand. I, I don't know. Maybe we should do, maybe we should do like a film review someday <laughs> of like Christian <laughs> I know the movie you should do. Oh. Oh. It, it's it's really bad. I just okay. saw the trailer, so I, but it's about like these youth groups. And they're having like a lock-in at church. The lock-in. The lock-in. The lock-in. Yes. I've already watched it. It's the worst thing ever. Okay. Oh, you've actually seen it. <laughs> yes, okay. I have seen okay. it. Okay, so like they bring in like pornography into the lock-in and it causes all these demons. What? It's like a horror no. movie. No. Yeah. I, yeah, of course Joy uh -huh. saw it. Yeah. The horror no. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Are you saying there's a Christian horror movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's so bad and so confusing. Can we just do... You should totally do <laughs> I mean, it. all the people that work on Sheologians are sitting right at this table. Yeah. So I, think I agree. That, I think yes. we could probably just. Yeah. It's on YouTube right now. Yeah. The lock-in oh. is on YouTube we'll just, right now. Maybe we'll just come over and we can watch it. We'll just sit you guys in front of the green screen and we'll just do like Mystery <laughs> Science Theater right. 3000. Just record yeah. our commentary yeah. and. It'll be great. <laughs> I'm totally serious. Uh, hey, I'm, uh, I'll be here. Okay. I'll All right. see you on Friday. <laughs> <All right. laughs> or filming day or something. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, Okay, so tell us more about <clears throat> why should Christians do anything differently than the model that you're, you're talking about? Because we're created in the image of God, and uh, God commands it. God, God commands it. God commands us to be skilled in our work. Okay. In artistic work, specifically. Okay. So, I'm doing a talk on this. Actually, I'm doing five talks. Are these going to be recorded? I want to hear these so I'm gonna, badly. I'm going to try to figure out a way to record it. So okay. at least the audio and maybe one camera angle. Okay. It's going to be hard because he'll be talking. Right. <laughs> right. So there won't really be right. a lot of it'll other be, people. It'll be difficult. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it'll be He's going to get a selfie stick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Just like talk the whole time right. from the pulpit. And yep. just, that's a great idea. Yeah. So. <laughs> the kids will love it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll just have a kid of the audience like hold the selfie stick for me while I do it. The they know way. how to hold selfie so, sticks. Yeah. So I'm going to Tennessee for the Biblical Worldview Student Conference, and uh, Joel Beakey will be there, and some other uh, people, some creation scientists uh, from, I think, Answers in Genesis will be there. Okay. And uh, so I'm speaking five times, and I think they have about 500 kids that show up. And so I'll spend the whole week with them. It's like camp. That's so cool. And, yeah, I'm really excited. And so. Uh, one of the talks I'll be giving on is about uh, their responsibility to be skillful in their work, okay, and pride, and, and and how actually, actually, it'll be about how pride hurts Christian artists, but not the pride that we normally think about, like I'm the best, I'm the greatest, that that sort of thing, right? But it'll be how false humility uh, harms Christian pride, because. It uh, harms Christian art. Because when we think of pride, we think of people who think they're great. Right. And they're not. Right. So so pride is uh, ascribing to yourself any value or attribute that's not true. Okay. So if you think about it, so if, if you know, if you watch a video on YouTube and a guy's like, I'm so great, I can jump this 10-foot wall with my skateboard, and then he falls, and... That's pride, right? Pride comes but before the fall. But the other, the other, the other ah, part, ah. the other part is 
<laughs> Good one. Thank you. <laughs> Good one. So, <laughs> so, but the other part of that is to in like business or like marketing or art, uh, your art has a value to it, right? So you, God is a capitalist at heart and he's created capitalism as a, as a means for us to prosper and to, and to uh, support ourselves. So if you say, with a sort of false humility, well, if I'm doing wedding photography, I'm only worth $200 a day. But really, all your equipment and your gear and your skill, you're worth $5,000 a day. You actually have a false humility, a false sense of pride that's actually keeping you from doing good work and making money. Right. So, so it's describing values to yourself that aren't true. So if you are good, you should advertise and promote yourself as such and, and try to be even better. So, so now does that always mean well, it's false humility if someone undersells themselves? Uh, there could be other reasons why they undersell themselves. But I think in Christianity specifically, we don't want to boast and we don't want to um, um, we don't want to look we don't want to look arrogant or whatever. So right. we tend to just try to keep this false sense of humility. You know, it's like, man, that work is really good. And people are like, all glory to God. Right? And they say that and they don't really mean it. It's just like a default regurgitation when a Christian right. artist says something okay. as opposed to actually embracing it and say, thank you. God gave me that skill. And that's right. why I charge you so much. So charging a little isn't always false humility. No, no. Because sometimes you charge a little because it's a good invest. It's a, like you're investing your time and you want to get the work. Right. Yeah. Or so, it's a gift. Or, or it's, it's a gift, a, right. Okay, so not all right, Not all the time. I'm not talking about all the time. But okay. I'm talking about the, the sort of, you know, people who say, and I got an example of this in my talk. It's on YouTube. There's um, uh, a guy who we reviewed his movie. I think John Speed actually reviewed his movie. And the film critic actually called me and was yelling and screaming about how dare we give a bad review to his movie. He's a Christian and, you know, he's he must be of Satan to like, I mean, you can hear the whole talk. It's on YouTube. Right. So, so, so I think that's a, a sort of false humility in itself where he's saying, I can't be good because I'm a Christian and I'm doing what I, like I'm doing what I can. That's a false humility. And it's also, it's also just straight pride that he can't receive correction on his stuff too in that way right so so there's like several layers of that and so the, the bible says i'll have i'll pull up scripture if that's okay are we allowed to yes do that? we can do that absolutely okay. yeah it's so, totally okay. fine all right just make sure uh, <laughs> proverbs twenty two twenty nine says do you see a man skillful in, in his work he will stand before kings he will not stand before obscure men so so in in that passage in proverbs 22 he it's actually saying, look, if you do good work, mm-hmm. you'll stand before great men. And, and I think a lot of that has, uh, uh, allows us to influence culture mm-hmm. and influence uh, worldview and stuff on a, on a large scale. Mm-hmm. And so uh, God also commanded great art for the building of his temple in mm-hmm. Exodus 35? 34? 35. Okay. Scripture. <laughs> someone, someone came on our show and read scripture. You guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it doesn't happen much. So okay. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. 
Just kidding. <laughs> I don't listen to y'all's show anyway. I know. You just so record I it. I just record it. <laughs> so so it's talking about uh, the people who are made, uh, the people who God called to build God's temple. And so there's all these people in there that are artists and they have all have different talents and stuff. And Exodus 35, 25 says specifically, and I'm using this cause I'm on a women's show. It says <laughs> every skillful woman spun with her hands and they brought all that they had spun in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twisted linen, fine twi- twined, twined linen. So, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. So if you're knitting, you're to be skilled in your knitting. And so <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's an Exodus 35, 25 knitting ministry somewhere. <laughs> like, there has to be. So, but there's a lot of skills that are listed in Exodus 35 in the building of the temple that are all arts. And they're all skilled people that were that were called to do it. Not just anybody. It says people who were who did this and were skilled or people who were skilled at this sort of thing. So we're called to be good at it. It doesn't it doesn't reflect well mm-hmm. on God when his image bearers make junk. Right. Especially right. if they claim to be worshipers of him. So right. it's even right. worse, right? Right. So so we we live, you know, you know, man landed on the moon that glorifies God According because to some. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, you know, <laughs> questionable, debatable. Yes, yes ac- according to some. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when, when God's creation landed on the moon, even if they didn't do it specifically to glorify him, it did glorify him because he created dust and that dust got to the moon. Right. right. I, mean, I mean, that's tremendous. Right. So everything that we do technologically or artistically glorifies God in that way. Right. So we're, we have to be good at it. Right. Yeah. And if you're good at something and it's your livelihood, you don't necessarily need to charge nothing. If you want to, you can. Yes. Right. But you don't have to be like, Oh, well I should probably adopt this monk life. <laughs> right. You know, and just, right. I don't know. Right. Nothing and provide all this stuff for free. You right. don't have to do that. Right, and if you are well, falsely, the Bible says it's a sin because the Bible says that someone who doesn't support his family is worse than an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're if you if you have a skill and a talent, but you don't charge people what it's worth, and you're not supporting your family and stuff, you're worse than an unbeliever. <laughs> so. That's, okay, but back to the whole. Let's clarify really quickly. Yeah, um, you, 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 you can't do charity. You don't have to charge no. if you don't want to. No, no, no. I'm talking about right. If your children are fed and <laughs> your lights yes. are still turned right. on, yeah. Yeah. you're allowed to. Right. It's not sin if you it's give something sin. away for free. It's not sin. I'm not saying that. Not even close. Right. I just want to make sure that everyone understands well, that. I know. I couldn't. I, re- I read your comments too. Right. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't so. even like formulate how to respond because I was actually thinking about all the emails I was about to get. <laughs> <laughs> like deer in the yeah. headlights a little bit. I was Charity like, oh. is totally okay. Yes. Charity is totally okay. Yes, but I'm is. talking about a more like because there are a lot of people who are really skilled and they right. never want to make money on it. Right. Because they feel like uh they they really do feel that Christians should 
just give stuff away all the time and they're right it, it, it does hurt or they, they feel like it. it's not nice to right. ask for money right right but it is nice to ask for money like if your your time and your labor is valuable it's always been that way right there was never a time when god said your time and labor isn't valuable right he can be glorified in right and i think and well i think christians have a fear too of appearing to be lovers of money right so oh, no. they you know what i mean but what i don't understand because i didn't grow up in this uh, i mean yes i grew up in the church but like we weren't really encouraged to listen to like christian mu- music and we didn't watch christian right. movies and like it just wasn't you serious no like Sometimes, you're, like you're when James White's daughter, I know, but he knew the theology. That's and all why. That's right. Don't listen to this. <laughs> don't watch that. Um, but we were always taught, you know, if you have a skill that was given to you by the Lord, that you do the best that you can with it because that glorifies God. So it's not humble or glorifying to have a skill. And then not utilize it to its fullness. Like that, right. that, that doesn't glorify God. Right. Like if you have a skill that right. God has given you, um, then you should do the best. Like I was always taught re- growing up, do the best that you can in everything. Like right. in everything that you're doing, right. do the best. Not to be the best, not to win something, but because that's what glorifies God is utilizing your skills and your talents to the fullness. That's correct. Of their extent. Right. Well, and you see it just a lot in, there's so many, uh, especially today, there's so many like self-made people. Like you can run a business from your home fairly easily nowadays. Mm -hmm. But if you consider, um, you know, if you worked at Starbucks Mm -hmm. and it was payday Mm -hmm. and your boss was like, can you a check? And you're like, no, 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 (laughs) No. I can't accept. (laughs) Right. That would be insane. Right. Right. That would be insane. So ultimately, how does this behavior impact Christian art. So this right. idea, how does that, why does this idea then lead to Christian art that when you look at Christian quote, Christian art as a category of art, the Christian art is always just worse. Like you were saying in the yeah. beginning, how well, does that, that happen? Because the same out of charity, we extend grace to bad art. And it's almost like the people on American Idol who get up there and they sing and they're really bad. But all their friends told them they should go audition. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So that's like, that's Christian art. Like, no matter what you make, people on the internet will tell you how great it is. Right. Because you're a Christian? Be- because because of what? they're Christian and they're just trying to be really nice and gracious. Right. And, and, but, you know, Christians are supposed to tell the truth and say, probably shouldn't be doing this. Right. You, well, and there's you know? a desire for Christian art too. Right. I think there. That's why people try to applaud Christian art, even though it's bad, because we should be like, we all know that we should be producing movies that don't have like sinful content or, you know, or things uh, sin is portrayed or alluded to as opposed to shown or whatever. Like we all as Christians, we want these movies that have these certain that we can show our kids aspects that also, but that are also really good. Right. Good. So I think almost out of like out of necessity, we have to. Yeah. Because it has a B and C. Right. We feel like we need to encourage, but really like we're just encouraging 
mediocrity. Well, so, another idea too is that because like a, a movie might have good theology in it, mm -hmm. people say, well, God will use it anyway because they consider the art form actual, they consider it actual preaching. So for example, if somebody was a, was a pastor and he had a stutter, God would use that guy because the preaching of the word doesn't return void. Right. And but but if they look at a movie and the movie's bad, but there's preaching in it, they go, "Oh yeah, God will use that. God's word doesn't return void." But that's not what we're talking about. Right. Like, there's never yeah. an issue as to like whether or not the theological content of a movie was was what was good. But we're saying that the theological content of a movie doesn't make the movie great. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like God looked back, looked on His creation, and right. observed that it was good. Right. There is like a standard. You don't just say he didn't like fold his arms and close his eyes and say, well, I made it. So I know it's good. Like right. he looked at it. It was good. He was perfect. Obviously. Right. It was going to be good. Right. But like there's an I don't know, like you it doesn't have to be. It's not it wasn't just because he made it. It was because it was. Yeah. Right. And and, and there's a quote from Andy Crouch, too, that that says that God made it good, but he didn't make it best. And so he put Adam in the garden to make it best. Mm. And so Adam was placed in the garden to have dominion over the garden, to, to beautify the garden, and to make it better. Mm -hmm. And so that was the original job of Adam and Eve, was to beautify the garden and to take dominion over it and to, to make it this amazing place where God dwells with man. Mm. And so that's why in the garden, all these beautiful uh, jewels and gold and stuff, that all, their only value when they wash up in the river, their only value is economic value and beauty va value for beauty. So they didn't have a, a, they didn't have a construction value to them. So all these things washed up into the garden for Adam to use, to beautify the garden and make it better. Right. So this explains, okay, this explains a video someone sent me the other day, like okay. listening to you guys, I'm now putting it together. So someone sent me a YouTube video and they said like, this girl's amazing. You should get her on your show. She's a Christian artist. And I was like, okay, great. And then I checked it out. I think I sent you the video and it was like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was so bad. It was so painful. Um, and I'm being purposely ambiguous, obviously. Um, it was, it was undeniably bad art, but because she's a Christian, mm -hmm. I was supposed to promote it. Right. It but was I given could, like a handicap in yeah, a way. Yeah. Like it got on a scale from good to bad. It got some extra points in there. Right. Because it was. Christian. I thought it was a joke at first. Right. Like that's how bad the video was. Like I thought it was a joke. Wow. Right. Um, and then I realized it wasn't a joke. Like this is serious. Like this. This is her video. This is her music. This is her music video. And on any level, if this was like shown as a commercial, like you would think it was a joke, you would think it was satire, like it was serious, but because she's a Christian, we're supposed to say, oh, this is great and promote it. Yeah. But it would be laughed off of any stage. Right. Just go audition at American Idol. I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wouldn't the better thing be to say, hey, you have to, like, you need to work. It was so bad. The, the problem with that too is is that people like that, uh, God's gifted them with unique abilities and skills. Mm -hmm. But but for some reason they think that this is what God's gifted them to do. 
So they're not, they're actually not being used in the kingdom to the fullest because right. people won't tell them the truth. So somebody said one time that, you know, when, when like if you have a choir and there's somebody singing in the choir and they're bad and the, and the choir instructor doesn't say, look, you probably might have a better gifting in the kitchen or in the nursery than you do. Well, we don't have a nursery. Sorry, guys. Oh, no. I'm going to get you guys in so much trouble. I'm, uh, <laughs> you guys know what you guys know what I mean, right? Yes, like yes. you guys know. Okay, we understood what you okay. meant. Okay. It was just perfect. Okay. We we totally get okay. it. Okay, or in the Exodus thirty five twenty five knitting ministry, <laughs> like whatever. Like you might have a better gifting somewhere else. You know. Yes. So this do is that. my favorite. Like, okay, yes. you guys. I'm gonna get in so much trouble now. I don't even care. I don't need leave a review. Okay. Right. We haven't had any in a while. Please right. leave a review. Isn't this what? Yeah, this whole sh- this whole show is about. If you think we're bad, tell us. <laughs> right. 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 Are, the other thing is that you're allowed to. So when someone reviews something, you're allowed to review their review and be like, I agree or I disagree. When someone reviews a bad Christian film and they say it's great just because it's Christian, I can review that review and say. I disagree. Though though Here's Christian why. though Christian things themes count for something, they do not right. fill the meter up to one hundred percent. Right. Um, so if you send us a review, we may disagree with you. That's also a thing. Yeah. So feel free. But, right. <laughs> but when I say send right. us angry things, send yeah. us constructive criticism. Right. We may we may not agree with your review, but feel free to send. Yeah, absolutely. I like it. We're still gonna laugh. <laughs> I read a whole blog post this week about how terrible we are. And oh. I was like, this well, is great. It was so great. It was so that review yeah. that blog was great. If she was a comedy oh, writer. Read it. If she was a comedy writer. It would have been awesome. Yeah, I would tell you guys where you can find <laughs> it, but I don't know that her website is would be used to the traffic of more than one person. So <laughs> I shall not send you her direction, but. Right. So anyway, wrap it all up for us, Marcus. By the way, so there is a Bible verse about nose rings in the Bible. <laughs> there is. It is. Do you know it? I don't know it offhand. Um, I'd have but to it, find it. He shall but put just, a ring yeah. in your nose. Right. Something. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. Christ. It's, a, it's yeah. Just like a, it's an adornment. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. So the blog, the the blog we're talking about is about nose rings. Right. Joy has a nose ring, so we don't know Jesus or something. Right. something That's like right. That. Yeah. Wait, why am I here? Why are you here? <laughs> why am I here? I don't know. You what don't even know. Place? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just accidentally dedicate your life to ministry? It's Ezekiel sixteen twelve, and I put a ring on your nose, earrings on your ear, and a beautiful crown on your head. Thus you were adorned. Yeah. What you guys didn't know is I also always wear a crown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, did, I didn't realize that the Burger King crown. I didn't actually. It's not that I. <laughs> it's not that I didn't realize that my nose ring was a problem. It's just that I've heard it so many times. Right. Come up with something new. Something please. different. You know, please. like I'm actually I'm a sinner. No. Like there's what? things I do that are actually wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> come at me. I don't know. Oh, man. Okay, Marcus, so wrap it all up for us. Why why do Christians have a duty to make good art? Because we're created in the image of God, and we have a worldview that's better than humanism. And so we we have... Uh, we're, we're, we're to be reflections of our creator. 
who created the earth and the moon and the stars and stuff. So and stuff and stuff. stuff. <laughs> made all the stuff. You made all stuff. Mm-hmm. So Clementine asked me the other day, "Mom, does everyone have a skeleton?" And I was like, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And she was like, is God in our bones? <laughs> and I was like, how do I answer this question? <laughs> like, do I want to go into how he holds our atoms together? Is that like, like an right? allegorical comment? Like, God is in your bones? Like, like, she was wondering if God was in her bones. Like, literally in her bones. Yeah, and then this morning she blew me away. She goes, Mom, um, can we hear God? And I said, if you read scripture. And she goes... That's not the right answer. We can't hear God because he's a spirit. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. What wow. is happening right now? Oh, that's fantastic. So much, so much theology. So much theology. I cannot even. And she's learned now that if I ask her why she does things, like, why did you push your sister? She'll be like, my heart just wants to sin. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, how do I even... It's time to baptize her. (laughs) Oh, get out. Get out. Get out out of here. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) (laughs) I had to say that. That's not why we had you on. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Okay, Marcus, why should people support us on Patreon? Well, I I think because you guys are doing amazing things. Like, I mean, your podcast has only been around a few months, Mm -hmm. and it's getting probably equal to what Apologia Radio is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that needs to continue. You guys are starting to get a platform. And I think when people who are really talented and skilled have a platform and have good theology, like, that's really important. And we should support people that do that. And so... That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so support us on Patreon. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash theologians. And... Do we have I, any other questions for um, us? I actually have a shout out oh, this week. Okay, yeah. Um, so we get a lot of messages that say things like, I love you guys. I listen to Sheologians mm-hmm. while I do the dishes or I fold mm-hmm. my laundry. Yep. Or when my kids are down oh, for that's a real, nap. real? Yes, that's yeah. real. Okay, so yeah. I'm not going to get in trouble for the kitchen no. stuff. No. No. Okay. People just, are... Women, all right, so those are actual emails. Those are actual emails. Of women in the kitchen. Well, yes. I hope... Okay. I okay. hope that we get some mad emails. <laughs> <laughs> we just laugh because we love just trolling yeah. the no. feminists. Most of our listeners have a good sense of humor. Right. I think they're hilarious. Right. Okay, well, so I have a new one Ooh. to add. Okay, I'm excited. I don't know what you're about to say. Um, so my friend Angie, yeah, had a baby. Yes, last week, the cutest. Um, and so she obviously texted me and said, "Here's all the details and pictures and all this stuff." And um, then she said, "Thanks, girl. I listened to Sheologians to help cope with with." Active labor pain. No way. That's a new one. And I was that like, is a new one. I was like, I love it. I'm going to have to shout out to you. On we're the show. on a t shirt. We're helping, <laughs> we're bringing down the curse, you guys. We're taking dominion. Reversing the curse of child <laughs> pains. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> I hate giving birth. Okay, anyway. All right, guys. <laughs> and there's some people that listen that when they listen to us, it's the equivalent of active labor. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Especially uh, when we giggle and listen oh, to music. it's the worst. Don't, don't stop giggling. We won't. Okay. I can't. I literally can't. And my vocal fry no one can. is here to stay, you guys. Everyone stop. <laughs> Nobody can. If you have never laughed and you don't laugh, 
<laughs> I like. I know this is all in the reference of a joke, but like, I'm worried about you. I feel bad. Me too. I feel really bad. All right, Marcus. <laughs> Thanks for finally coming on our show. Okay. We had to twist right. your arm behind your back. Let's see if bag. this one gets deleted. I've, I've technically <laughs> been on the beginning and end of every show. I just cut it out. Right. Because right. I give the countdown for every show. I know. Right. I'm not sure what's going to happen right now when I end. Like, am I just going to sit here and what do I do? Can you give me like some hand signals? I'll give you a hand signal. Like, I don't know how to close this okay. out. Okay. <laughs> because you're sitting right here. Okay. I'll just do just, a wave. You'll, you'll wave at me. All right, guys. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. You were playing May. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Of course I was. That's awesome. <laughs>